OTB Sports Rugby. 1-15, to everyone's got a role to play in terms of breaking down the opposition, but it's an enjoyable attack to, to be involved in because we all like to play rugby and get our hands on the ball and stuff like that. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Football on Off The Ball With Sky All the football you love in one place Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports Wait, uh, Nathan Alright, that is the voice of John Giles How are you? <laughs> Oh, okay, Nathan. Uh, in studio, live. Live. Oh, Usually yeah. yeah. Phone, we just keep we can keep the fader down, but there's no stopping you once you're back in studio. Good to see uh, you. Thank you, Nathan. You keep well. See you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Moseying along. I that's think that's the number one question I get asked when I'm uh, out and I meet some listeners. It's how's John keeping? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I, fingers crossed. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been, I've been lucky enough, Nathan. You know, so far. So far. So yeah. far, so good. Yeah. How does uh, how does being 82 sit with you? Uh, I think when you get to 82 you're always surprised like, <laughs> <laughs> you know like, I can't believe my next birthday is 83 yeah uh, and I, I, I look at so, sometimes I look at the old films like of the right. when we played for Leeds yeah, and, yeah. and things like that so not, not, not all not very often but just now and again because my, my son uh, gets them and uh, it's like yesterday right you know and because uh, obviously when you're playing football at that age uh, you don't think of the future you know well I, I didn't I think most footballers are the same mm. it's, it's that type of life Nathan. it's it's uh, it's out of this world type of life it, it, on a good in a good way yeah. you know because you're, you're you're going in training and I found it like there's a saying in football you go into a 15 come out of when you're 35 and you're still only 15 because you're not you don't go in like when I went mm. into Leeds particularly like all the, the lads used to say to me, it's just the time of the troubles, you know. Like Norman Hunter would say to me, what's this all about? You know, what's you this did, all about? Did you know? I had a good, well, I, I, knew, I knew that. Yeah. Uh, but most of the lads in there, uh, like most English lads and even Scottish lads, some Scottish lads, wouldn't know. You went into the world affairs, you know. Like you go into a 15, come out, you're still, because you're... You play jokes on each other. Like, yeah. it's, it's childish. If anybody, if I said all the things we did, you say, I don't believe that. But that's, I think it's the, the mentality you sort of have to have playing football. It has to be everything, everything to you. Mm. Results have to be everything to you. Right? And there's world wars going on that you, you're not not really interested in, you know? All you're thinking about is the next the match. next match. Next match, you don't, don't get that much. And and funny enough, you, you don't do it in the way that a lot of people do, that you're, you're in having a drink and say, what I did last, that's that's out. Mm. Like anybody starts talking about themselves, out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like if they scored a hat-trick, that's what's expected of you. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a most peculiar type of life. You don't, you don't realise, obviously, when you're going through it yourself, it's only when you get you finish and you get a bit older you think what the important things I remember Norman Hunter saying to me one time what's all this going on this is the, the Northern Ireland troubles mm. what would you say to him I say well, I knew he didn't understand it right. you know there's no point in saying I said well no, me, no I can't I wouldn't be able to explain it to you you know might as well have been happening on the other side of the world for him yeah he wouldn't yeah what, what's it all about what's mm. it all about this not just Norman there was a few of the lads like that you know so you never never, never got talking about it it's politics, yeah. you know. I probably would have been able to explain it. I'm sure I would, but no interest really. I mean, all Norman Hunt to be thinking about is the next match. 
or, or going in and throwing the bucket of cold water over Jack Charlton. This right. really childish stuff. The real world didn't exist. Different world, different world altogether, you know. And it's, it's football. Like, you see, when you think about it, Nathan, if winning a match on the next Saturday mm. is the most important thing in your life, you know, there's something wrong somewhere. But it has to be that. But it has to be that. It Was has it ever to be. not that for you? No. Was there ever, you know, when never. kids started coming along, all of that? This no, never. Even you got I, perspective, as people like to call it now? Uh, no, not really, no. Because I, I was lucky enough, in, well, lucky enough football-wise to play. I was, what, 38 when I finished with the Irish team. But Liam Brady came into the team mm. long after me. Well, me and Liam would be on a par, having a drink and a bit of a sing-song, yeah. a bit of a laugh, you know, that's... No, it wasn't all. It was very. The football was, was serious, really serious. I took that unbelievably serious. Go to bed every afternoon, and but it was football. It was for football. It wasn't for the general ward, wardly things that would, would be going on at the time. And most players were the same. The going for a, a sleep in the afternoon. That discipline. That's part of being a professional. Is something that's not appreciated really on the outside. You know, it's. It, how could it be a difficulty to go to bed in the afternoon but there's at two o'clock you're a young guy you're enjoying life you want to be out and about did that discipline always come easy to you? Well I I was always a sleeper (laughs) always but see I didn't go to bed all the time see when when I went to bed believe it or not I could go over the match that I played on the on the Saturday or on Thursday if it was a Wednesday you know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, go over... Well, you were just lying in bed awake. Yeah, I, I, I would do it on purpose because there's certain things in a match. Say you're dispossessed in the match, right? Now, when I go to bed, I'm, I'm trying to work out mentally, how did that happen, right? And it's, the mind is an amazing thing if you're interested in what you're, what, yeah. you're, what you're really doing. How did that happen? Now, I think, yeah, that's what happened. But you go over that and go over that and actually you go into a bit of a trance you know they have a name for it you know visualisation I, mm. I didn't know what visualisation I was just doing it but it's amazing after a certain period you've got it and it's amazing how the mind works because you can't practice that you can't go in next day and say to Billy, Billy uh, take me by surprise it's, it's, it's not on but if you do it long enough in your mind Nathan when the time comes again because you put it first of all, you put it right. I know what happened. I know how it happened, and now I'm going over it and over it and over it to, to say it won't. If it happens again, I can do it, and it's amazing how you can do it. So I didn't just go to bed to go to sleep. I would, I would go through the previous match, get into a bit of a trans, trans situation. I tell you what it's like when you're learning to drive, mm. right? You do all the things. You get mixed up on it, right? After six months, seven months, or eight months, whatever it might be, you drive from A to B. And you don't know how you got there because your mind takes over. It's it's similar to that in football, only obviously a bit more complicated. But it can be done, you know, because it's no good playing in a match. You make mistakes. You don't know why you made mistakes, and you can't do it right, put it right for the next match. I mean, football is about about learning. You know what I mean? You get like it could be. There's, there's, they used to say certain things about football. He's 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 we've been in it for ten years. And he doesn't know any more than he did when he when he started. A lot of players like that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I was mm. except, but I, that's that's what I used to go to bed for, to have the time to go over oh. it and over it and over it. And then obviously, if you learn from your mistakes, then hopefully you get better as you 
as you go along. So you, you'd be able to, you'd have such a vivid memory of the game, you'd be able to think of a scenario where you're receiving the ball and maybe your body position was wrong. Yes. You hadn't looked up in time. Yes. And yeah. you'd find actually then, the next time you'd find yourself in the scenario, you'd be able to, well, you'd, you'd it, be able it, to go it back. It happens so quickly, you see, that your mind then quicks in. It, it, it sounds odd, but mm. it, that's what happens. If you do it, if you do it, they call it uh, visualization. Yeah. Now I think there's there's experts doing it. Uh, I wasn't doing. I didn't never thought of that. It was just that I made a mistake on the pitch. So that was your time and for thinking was, about your game. Getting back to the point, that was your life. Yeah, you know that was that was your life. You know that was my that was my, uh, my my life mm. uh, from the time I was a kid to, to do it, and to, to hopefully that after every game you learn something, you get better, and that's a, hopefully you get better and better and better as you, go, as you go along. I think we spoke a little bit about it last week when we were talking about Modric. You know, you, like, when you get to 30, 31, 32, there's loads of things that you, you don't do that you've done when you were 21. Mm. But you have to go through the matches, you have to go through the matches. A lot of lads didn't, like Peter Lorimer, for example. I mean, Peter scored unbelievable goals. He's one of the best goal scorers you've ever seen. And there's times afterwards when we'd be having a drink, even when we finished playing, I said, Peter, do you remember the one at Wembley on the volley? He said, John, I don't remember any of the goals. Yeah. Didn't remember them. Now, if he doesn't remember the goals, he doesn't remember the mistakes he, he made. Now, there, I wouldn't say that to Peter. Is, is, is there an argument the other way that actually, for some people, it wouldn't suit them to be overthinking about everything, that if he was thinking about the opportunities he missed, that actually the hit on his confidence. No, no, that I, I don't. No, I don't think it would. Uh, well, you wouldn't hit on Peter's confidence in that right. way. He was one of the most confident guys you've ever. Maybe met. that's why he never. He, never, he, he didn't overthink <laughs> Maybe, things. I, I never thought of that. Then. I'll try it again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now I, I think uh, even at that, that, even as a player like Peter, he was natural in doing what he mm. was doing. But uh, it, 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 it wouldn't spoil it as a player if he also. Did a bit of did. I mean, he's not, he's not perfect. He was never perfect, Peter. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like if you, you have to be looking for perfection to do it like that. And uh, well, I knew I never, never perfect. I never played in a game where everything, ever. where you never give the ball that was away. Perfect. Oh, never. So there's always something. But but hopefully, you learn, you learn, you learn, you learn, you learn. I, I know when I was a kid playing Manchester United in the reserve team with Jimmy Murphy, who was the coach. He was brilliant. Uh, making runs that weren't necessary or just wrong you know what I mean Jimmy was good Jimmy said you don't have to do that just hold, nothing, just, just hold on like there's a million and one things to learn from you you, you never learn them all yeah. but you can learn as much as you possibly can and that's what we were talking about in Modric last week you know Modric is 37 now but he's the type of guy that has learned as he's gone along like, and, 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 and the main thing he's learned don't Run when you you don't need to run. In other words, keep keep it that way. Don't get tired. So he'd be doing less running now to more effect in the positionals in the, in his position. In my opinion, that's what happens. That idea of going into a dressing room at fifteen and twenty years later leaving it with the mindset of a fifteen-year-old. You never left football in a way. You went from being a player to being a coach to being a manager. To still being, haven't left to being it. Abundant, <laughs> still being here talking about it now. I'm eighty-two, going on fifteen, which is I'm not bragging about that. I wish I wish I had uh, uh, grown up in, in many that, ways. That's what it's, I wanted to ask. That actually, when you when you go out into the real, real world, the real world, and your, oh, yeah, yeah. your your fellow forty-year-olds who've yeah. you know been uh, working in the real world for twenty years. Yeah, like, how, no, how did I, you I, find that transition? Where you're not in the dressing room, where you're not, where you can't be throwing a bucket of water over Jack Charlton. Uh, 
I would say that I've, I, I've done, had I been educated in a way, that, 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 I certainly wouldn't have made some of the mistakes I made in the real world. Right. What sort of stuff? Well, you can you can be as open <laughs> as you want, it, like the, because that's yeah, it's like incredible. But a couple of financial situations yeah, yeah. that I, I, if if I'd been uh, had as much education as my son Michael, uh, I wouldn't have wouldn't have got into. But I, I've got an angel on both shoulders. Right. Uh, I've no, no doubt about that, uh, and always had from the time I was a kid to be a professional footballer to do what I want and uh, health wise touch wood good so it, I, I I wouldn't have any complaints yeah how do you how have you felt then over the last couple of years when you look at those videos of matches mid 60s Leeds United you're 25 26 years of age you've got the world at your feet you can you can do what you want with a football uh, well I'd be when I even watch them now Nathan I'm looking at the things I didn't do well you know, you're going I mean, for your afternoon nap, thinking about what could have been. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't go for my afternoon nap now. But, but I, I would have, I would have worked out by now what's what I was doing wrong <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. at the time. But I, I, I very seldom watch any of the old stuff because what I do watch out, I do watch out for things I did wrong, right. rather than things I did right. Because you take what you did right, you take for granted. Uh, what you did wrong, even now, and you know, there's, there's certain things. And do, does the video footage? reflect your memory of what happened at the time I think so yeah uh, well I, I, I talked to Norman Hunter now because uh, I'm with the old lads and I'd, could, I'd remember matches especially Peter Lorne with some of the goals he scored and he couldn't remember himself mm. and uh, it, most of them don't remember I would, I would say to Norman like on, against Arsenal that one Norman and he'd say no I don't, I don't really remember that you know and I'm not saying I'm a genius, yeah, but, yeah. but it just so happened that's the way I my mind worked at that time, which yeah. was purely on football. You know what I mean? Like even like there's certain things I'd I'd regret that uh, you know on the kids football always came first, Nathan. You know, I mean, when the kids wasn't well on a Friday, uh, and my wife was very good, I'd go into a hotel on the Friday night and be ready. For you had to be selfish. Very selfish. Yeah. Very selfish. I had no problem being. I had no, <laughs> prob- easy to I had no problem with that, Nathan. <laughs> right. But it's it's true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But a great we, life. We, we I mean, if you, if you want a life, you know, like yeah. I was from the time I was a kid, I was in football, uh, you know, and, and, and always my father was manager of Drumcondra. I travelled down the country with and I always wanted to be a footballer. And, you know, to, to, to play with the lads that I played with, Bobby Charlton, Dennis Law, and all these guys, it's a great. Um, Great memories and a great honour to do most of the things yeah. that you hoped you would do when you were a kid. I, I do every so often. You'll see like the seventy-two cup final. It'll come up on TV. Yeah, uh, the game against Arsenal, and you'll know, be watching, watching your every movement. To see, this. Yeah, I didn't play so well that Can't time. Can't even get the ball away. <laughs> Thought you never get the ball away. No, there's there's plenty of games where you know. Uh, there's plenty of games on the on uh, now that they, mm. you know oh, there's loads loads of matches. I watch when. Uh, couple of weeks ago I don't know how we got it on the telly I think one of the kids got it up it was the time we beat Manchester United when we were really at our peak I think that was in 72 I think we beat them 7-0 and we were playing around showboating mm-hmm. were you showboating yeah in a professional way <laughs> <laughs> in, 
<laughs> no, seriously, I wouldn't, wouldn't mess about it. No picking right. the ball up and acting the EG. Right. This was a flick down the line or holding it and coming back heeling it. And, uh, it, was all, it was all professionally done. Yeah. There was no picking the ball up and messing about and all that carry on. No, it was, uh, but I think we were winning, I think we were winning 6 0 at the time. I, I wanted to come off to be quiet because the match was over at that stage. And we were tracking. We're that's why we were doing it. You know, it was, it was, it was, uh, and it, just trying to get to the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. And Don said, "No, stay on." So we started doing it, doing a few tricks on it. Wow! But but you have to be winning well to to yeah. to do. You'd never do, you'd never do a tr- trick. Well, I don't think I don't ever remember doing a trick where it cost us a goal in a, in an important match, and you wouldn't be doing that. This was boredom, actually. You know, it was boredom, and I wanted to, I wanted to come off, and Don said, "No, no, stay where you are." Geez, that must have been a great place to be to be that comfortable in a game of that importance. I know the Leeds Manchester United rivalry probably wasn't. Well, it was, I think well, it, it, was now, two, it was two weeks. It was two, two home matches. We played Southampton first mm. in a home match, and that's what that's when we were doing. That was seven, and we were doing trick around, and then we played Man U, which was always a very very big game, and I think it was five when we were right. Trick, tricking, tricking. Yeah. I actually picked it. I picked the pick. I don't know who one of the kids picked it up on the telly. Uh, they had the 5 0 match and the 7 7 1 match or whatever it was against Southampton. Is that a cheery up what sitting down watching that of a Wednesday morning? Well, again, I was alright. You, you know your age then. You're working out the calculations. The bad part of it is that I, I was great to watch, but uh, I was whatever I was, 29, 30 at that time. I'm 82 now, so it's, it's uh, yeah. There's, there's the good and the bad, Nathan. It's a, it's a while ago. <laughs> uh, we should talk about some of the football that's been going on over the last week. Yeah, uh, Manchester United have got it together since uh, those dark days of been beaten six 0 by Leeds United. They've certainly got it together. Well, a lot this well, season well, under Eric well, Ten Hag. Better than yeah, this season. There was some some bad ones the last two or three seasons, as we know. Uh, and right. they, they've hit a good run, Nathan. There's no there's nothing uh, sure about that. Um, I mean the, the the cup final against Chelsea, for example, was the one well, uh, good run, and um, the other night, West Ham, West Ham bottled it. I think they looked as if they, and then they, they they could tell the United came back well. I wouldn't yeah. take anything away from them uh, in it, but uh, West Ham when they got into the winning position Nathan they didn't respond. had the chances to score a second yeah, and they didn't you respond. never were convinced Antonio was going to take one of them no he's not playing well at all now I don't I don't think he's even trying Antonio now right I don't know what it is whether it's money or he wants to get away or uh, whatever it is I think I saw something in the paper recently he wanted to get away but he's not doing any stuff he's not the position they're in in the league there's obviously quite a few of them not doing their stuff Roy Keane was interesting about, about Declan Rice and the transfer speculation that's surrounding him and his feeling that you know, it's a good PR around Rice at the moment that people are talking about him in a way that his performance this season probably don't deserve. Do you look at Rice and feel it's it's just a year too long at West Ham, or well, I, is he not I, quite I, the player I, we thought he was going to be? No, I, I think um, he might be upset or maybe getting to him that the team is not doing well, and he's. he's con- I think once your contract is coming out, coming coming at the end, Nate, you have to be. He'd have a, he'd have an agent, and the agents can work behind the scene. Mm. Like the players can't; not allowed to. But he, he could come and say, "Look, this this team are interested in you. We can do this. We can do it." That's what I think. Now, if if that happens, it has to take your mind off the off the game, and uh, 
I think uh, I think he's a very very good player, Rice. But uh, Graeme Sinas had a big article in the paper a couple of weeks ago, where he said the great, really great players have three attributes: they can score goals, they can stop goals, and they can create goals. And he said uh, Declan Rice has one, uh, and I would. It's a bit harsh, but I would go along with that. That's stopping goals, is it? Yes. I think he's a very, very good player. Doesn't score many goals, doesn't make many goals. But he's a very, very good player. He might be regarded now as a, the holding midfielder. Is that, is that the danger for Rice? Because I remember a couple of years ago talking to you about Rice and his potential. I know you were very excited about what he could go and do yeah. and be that all-round midfielder. Yeah. Is the danger for Rice that he just becomes that neat and tidy... 100 passes every match side to side and that he actually goes back into himself um, I don't I don't think people go into themselves they either have it or they don't have it I don't, I don't I don't I think he's a very very important player on the pitch he covers the ground well he's very good defensively he's quite good when he gets the ball right mm. so he's a lot of attributes gone I think he'd be if, if I were Arsenal I wouldn't the big player I'd buy him Right, so Graham was 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 talking about him in relation to people saying he's a great player and that, and I can understand uh, 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 Sunes because Sunes, in my opinion, was a great player, uh, great midfield player. Uh, Declan does A B C without doing the rest of the alphabet. If you know what I mean, right? He's a good all round. He's a, covers the ground well. He gets it. He gets in. He, 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 I, he, I'd say he's defensively would be his main, main asset. Right, I don't think he's creative. You don't see him hitting long passes. You don't see him beating players. He covers the ground. He wins the ball. He'll do X amount for you. But I thought Graham was very good. A little bit cruel. I wouldn't like to be saying it. Well, I'm saying it now. And which, 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 uh, about Rice. I think he's a very, very good. I would say all-round player, without having the other attributes to be a great player. Everything you say about West Ham, you could flip on Manchester United in that it felt that once they made the substitutions last night, that they were going to go on and come back into that game. The the energy yeah. that Martinez, the Casemiro, that Rashford brought to them, there's such yeah. a sense of momentum with them but at the I, moment. I, I thought, to be honest, I thought it was more about West Ham right. going their way rather than... Because if West Ham go that way, then the Manchester United players obviously take advantage of it. That's not doing it properly. You know, I think they got scared of it and they allowed Manu, Manu to come into it. And once you lie down like that, even the goals they score... I come from the manager, because if you look at David Moyes' record away from home against the big six, like, mm. he never wins a game. Mm. And I know that he's, he's generally coming with lesser yeah. clubs, but you'd still think that there should be a bravery there to go and win the odd one. But yeah. it feels as though he, he has a fear of those clubs as well. Well, you, you can always go on results. Mm. That, that's the, the, the right thing about football and most sports is the results. What are they doing on the pitch? You know, if they're doing really well on the pitch and like Arsenal are doing well on the pitch, you'd have to say Arteta is doing a really good job there because managers are responsible to the way the team is playing. That's that's what makes the difference. Yeah, you get a bad manager, you get a bad team. You get a good manager because he's got the right at- attributes to do this and that and the other. And uh, maybe maybe it's always been a thing with with, with David Moyes because he, he's never won anything, has he? He's been a good manager, he's well at Everton and all that. Um, so. He, he and, and the thing is with, with with the manager as well. He's been there a few years, Nathan. Actually, they did well last up to last year. They bought a few players, and they're doing worse now than because 
a lot of managers like that have a time limit and the players oh here he goes again or whatever it might be and certainly Antonio is not doing it for him mm. and it, it, uh, watching it last night when they got in a winning position you could t- nearly tell watching it this is they're not going to win this when they lead up to, to one of the goals the defender knocked it out for a corner the one that got the corner kick they did score for was allowed I mean he just panicked and then they, they, they lost again so like if a team is going to lose they're going to lose you know what I mean they either have it or they don't have it but what happens then once they go off the boil like they did obviously it allows the opposition like Manchester United to come into the game yeah. which they did and good luck to them they took advantage of it and went on to win The job that Eric Ten Hag has done at Manchester United to put them in a position where they're certainly guaranteed top four maybe well in the title race they've won the first trophy of the season they're through to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup they just beat Barcelona the Spanish league leaders in the Europa League just how how impressed have you been with how quickly he's been able to turn Manchester United around I don't think he's done it as quickly as he should I think the, the the big mistake here or the big thing here is Ronaldo going so you think those first couple of matches where they were well beaten by Brentford and Brighton and it felt like they were in complete crisis if well, he just got that, rid of Ronaldo before that, in the summer Nathan, before that Nathan don't forget at the start of the season mm. before the ball that kicked the ball Ronaldo wanted the transfer he wanted to, he wanted to go yeah now at that stage in my opinion he said right there's, off you go now don't, don't want you coming in here again you can't have a big name or a, a small name with that attitude in a club you talk about team spirit right what's team spirit what is it you know in my opinion it's it's lads going the right way everybody fighting for, for the place everybody looking in the right direction to go you get somebody a, a big name like Ronaldo and he wants a transfer so in other words if you want to transfer he doesn't want to be here right then he goes on the pitch didn't he Do you remember he didn't he yeah. went and cleared off then he did something else he wouldn't go on when he went you can't you will not I've never known a team Nathan and I was very lucky to play in the Leeds United team where we were all going in the right direction I've never seen a team win trophies with anybody especially the type of player that Ronaldo was a great great player that he was that weren't pulling together doesn't happen I mean what is team spirit what is morale you know it's the manager sets that Right, they trust the manager, and the manager's getting led by his nose mm. by Ronaldo. So Ronaldo's gone. It's no, it's no coincidence that Manchester United are doing what they're doing now, and I think he should have done it right from the start. But that's that's but all's well that ends well. Yeah. So he's got them going. He definitely has them going now. The performance last Sunday in the cup final, then against Newcastle. Newcastle obviously having a, a dip, probably at just the wrong time of the season, but. Again, the the quality of of Casemiro, who you know people thought Casemiro's was a just a bit of a cog in the player, Real Madrid yeah. machine. It turns out there's a bloody good midfielder in there. Ah, yeah, he's very, yeah, he's he's a bit similar to Rice. Mm. They're both really good players. And what does he do? You know, he defends quite well. He attacks quite well. Starting he's, to get a goal. He scored more goals than yeah. the, right. And uh, like he's a very very good team team player. He, you know, he, all the lads that you see now, they're, they're playing for the manager or for the team. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was thinking of something there that's gone out of my head, Nathan. Uh, yeah, or the match last week, 
yeah, Newcastle were disappointing in the, in the end. I thought they put up a better show. And I think one of the big mistakes they made, they have the uh, the, the, the um, winger. The, um, Sam Maximan. Sam Maximan. Now, they've got him playing on the left wing. Yeah. Right. So you know he's going to be on the left wing. Where he was really good for Newcastle, he let him go wherever he wanted because he can dribble. And, and he was up against the best defender, in my opinion, that they have. Uh, what you call it? Uh, the Dal. No. Uh, Wamasaka. Wamasaka. Wamasaka was a really, really quick lad. He yeah. never gave, I know he went off injured, didn't he, in the match last week? I think well, Dallow went off at half time and then Wamasaka came on for the second half because Dallow had been booked. Yeah. Well, he's really, I think he's the best defender. He's right. quick. And he never gave uh, uh, Maxman a, yeah. a kick of the ball, really. But once he's tied to that position, Maxman, I think you're lo- losing all of his effect. Mm. You might beat the ball right now and again, but when he's playing down the free roll, Nathan, he can beat them all over the pitch. But you can now you, he's been told you're playing on the left wing, and I don't think I don't I, I don't think it suits him. But I think Newcastle overall uh, were were well beaten by better players really on the day. Do you look at United and? if it's not this season, do you think this is something very sustainable that Ten Hag is creating, that they're back, that they're going to be contending for titles for the next two, three years? Well, he's made a big difference in the last few months. There's no doubt about that. Um, I still think they have a bit to go. I think they have what are the areas where if they're going to go and takeover happens, they have an endless amount of money. What are the areas you'd be looking at? Well, Centre-back... We see now that it was amazing, really, that uh, Captain Harry Maguire didn't play in the match. Yeah. You know, I mean, the way he was running around after the match, I think he'd won the match on his own. But uh, like, there's, there's still there's still, still elements of there. Fred, Fred is Fred. You know, he's he's okay. He scored a good goal uh, the other day. But I, I wouldn't see him as a title winner in in that. Uh, he got uh, a lot of good players. Up front, then. up front. Uh, I think the two wingers, the two maybe three wingers, the youngish fellas, a really, really good attitude. And the, apart from Arsenal, you don't see any team with wingers. It makes it easy for the midfield players, like Casemiro, for example. He's a good all-round player. Uh, Rice would be the same if he was playing for Manchester United. They get the ball. What does he do? Get it out to the wingers. That's what Arsenal are doing. Yeah. You know that's why they, they bought Jorginho. I've, I've never been a big fan of Jorginho. But he's a good A to B man. He he will supply the wingers, and then the wingers then are doing their stuff for both teams. And if you look at any of the other teams, there's none of them doing that. Uh, Arsenal, you know, bounced back incredibly well from the defeat to Manchester City. Three wins in a row. Yes. Brushed Everton aside. Remember, Everton beat them just a, yes, a month or so ago. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. like the wingers that you're talking about, Saka yeah. and Martinelli, I think they're the only team that have two players now over ten goals. Both of those players yeah. are contributing. And they've got three wingers, and they've got somebody else. And I know the two you mentioned, Nathan. Are well, they've the Trossard team. there as well. They've yeah, now him, Odegaard. He's, he's a he's a winner. Smith Rowe. Yeah, you know, but they, they've got at least three wingers that are wingers. Now, if you look at any other team. Even Liverpool, mm. right? Manchester United, uh, sorry, uh, Manchester City. Don't. Foden is the only one that I can see. Jack, I don't think Jack really, really does it. You know, he gets it on his right foot, coming, and then yeah. he finish up at the halfway line a lot of times. But Arsenal ha- have exceptionally good players in those positions. And they get them the ball I, I think a lot. Arteta, yeah, oh, they, they get, well, it's easy. If you've got two midfielders or one midfielder, 
you can pass the ball at all night and you've got two wingers out there you know what I mean it's, 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 it's on a plate for them and then the wingers do, do their stuff from there you know but um, I was going to say something about the, uh, the the Manchester City situation you know I think Foden is really good I mean they've, they've bounced back a little bit too from their defeat against yeah. uh, against uh, Forrest uh, but, but Arsenal's response has been very good I mean the, the, I think we spoke about the Villa response when they went down early on and they finished up winning the match that was really good the, the only the only complaint I'd have about Arteta is to calm down because it down. did feel heading into that Manchester City game and even within that game along the hour mark that it was it was all very frantic and we were 22 games into the season and every game felt like it was three games from the end of the season there was a sort of mad intensity that was almost too early the defeat almost seemed to calm that down a little bit like do they just need to yeah. relax I, 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 I'm only giving you my opinion on managers mm. Managers, what you have to do as a manager, Nathan, when you're watching it, is to see every aspect of the game, for and against, right? Now, you can't do that if you're running up to the touchline and back, obviously, because your mind is not... Yeah, yeah. Your mind is not there, right? So that's why you, if you, you just... You can get upset, but you have to stop that and watch what's going on. Is the winger doing his stuff? Is winger, can we change it there? Can you do that? Can you bring that over there and there? If you're running up and down the line, coming down, getting down, you don't know you're not concentrating on the match. You can't be. You can't concentrate. You can only con- concentrate one thing at a time. So I think he has to slow down on that, right? Don't be getting onto the opposition. Slow down and watch where what's going on. Interesting. Right? Gary Neville, uh, I saw talking about this, how Alex Ferguson had raised the dugout at Old Trafford so he could yeah, see get a properly. greater view. And likewise, he was talking about Ten Hag not necessarily always been pitch side that it's so hard to figure out even with substitutions if you're just seeing the player's legs that actually you've been able to sit up in the stand probably a bit more emotionless gives you a lot yeah, more you, control you, of what's you, going you, on yeah when, you, when you're not calm on the touchline mm. you're not doing any good you know what I mean when, I know as a player I, Don Rivers was very good he used to sit in, in the dugout but sometimes he'd get up and he'd be annoyed at me about something so I had no clue what he was on about <laughs> yeah you don't know. Yeah, yeah. You, like, you, you knew you'd done something, anyways. Do you think well, what is it about? It's, it's, so it's not it's not doing any good for the team on the day. You know what I mean? If it yeah. was something where he could had me talking on the touchline and say, "Look, John, you see that ball? You should da 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 da." That, that's that's something. But as a manager, you should be as calm as you possibly can and, and take everything in, Nathan. If you're yeah. running up and down the touch, you're not taking everything in. And football is made up of a million little things. Right, so you're going to be missing out on it, giving out to the referee, giving out to the, 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 the opposition, and all that. Just stay where you are, see what's going on. It's hard enough to do it to, ca- to take everything in if you're sitting watching on running up and running up and down the touchline. I think he's done a really good job. I was going to say, when you look at the position, around yeah, five he's, points he's done a really good job. So yeah, but there's no need to do what he's doing. That's not making them good. That's uh, it, that's showing his enthusiasm, right? You don't have to show your enthusiasm. Yeah. The the central you're midfielders. Cool. You're a cool head. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, what, what I find with football, there's a, there's a thing I might have said to you before, Nathan. When a goal is scored, there's a thing in football that you're at your most dangerous then, right, to defend. Why? Because everybody's been so excited. you switched off. Jumping around. You're totally switched off, right? And what, what you should be doing, in my opinion as a manager, say to particularly the forwards, as soon as that, kick is taken you're defending 
because I've seen it happen. They happen. Yeah, I'll just give you a perfect example. We played in Chile, and uh, they scored, and we got it. Uh, the kick off, and they went fast asleep. And Paddy Mulligan was knocked back to playing in the central defence, because especially the forwards, maybe one of them scored. They don't think of defending. Yeah, Paddy went on a solo run, right? Solo run to the edge of their box, played it out to somebody, crossed it. And we scored without them touching the ball. Because he's the thing in football, you're most, that's your most dangerous yeah, yeah. when you've just scored. You're Why? when the head is gone. Because you're not, you're, you've been jumping around, you've been pulling each other, you got the, 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 the managers and coaches running on the pitch and all that time. This is the time now, and I know it sounds odd to be saying, calm down, straight away mm. on it. That's all part, it's part of the game, you know. So he needs to... I tell you my opinion he's done a really good job at the players he stuck up for them they played well I think I think they'll go on and win it you do yeah and uh, but that would be one of the great managerial achievements considering the pressure he was under totally totally now it took see it's very hard to get everything right it, 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 every, one thing great thing about football Nathan it shows on the pitch yeah if things will be done right it shows on the pitch if things will be done wrong it shows on the pitch now if you go back to Arteta when he got it he brought Obama Yang, he had problems, you know, and... Got rid of them. Got rid of them. Now, and he's, he's, he's curtailed Xhaka. Yeah. And Gabriel, and Gabriel, there'd be my two doubts about yeah. Arsenal. Gabriel, his head goes, and... Uh, uh, how's he, how's he turned Xhaka into a reliable player? Uh, well, 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 mostly... Better, better mostly, players around him? Uh, no, look, behave yourself. Right. You think there's just a bit more discipline? Totally. All he did was kick people and do this and do that and then all to the crowd and he was taken off and all that. Totally out of order. Totally out of order. And I think Arteta said, look, unless you do, you're out. Yeah. Right. Gabriel has that streak in him too, that he'll do something stupid. Right. Going to have to live with that. And or keep telling them, don't want you going mad. On it, I mean the the the, uh, the midfielder's the situation was dreadful. He was captain of the team. Right? Mm. He had a bammy yang. He wasn't trying a leg. Once he got his his new contract, that was, uh, what's the other lad that was had trouble with his contract? He had to go. The little midfielder. Yeah, they've had a few. Well, they've had a few. Well, they've had a few you know that that's, that type of thing. If it, unless everybody's happy, Nathan. Yeah. And playing for the team, well, happy playing for the team is the, is the same thing. You don't win things. You have to have everybody pulling together. You have to. All right? The manager is respected. And the players know. See, if you've got a bad lad, say Jacques could do him when he was doing. Mm. And he's the captain. Right. He was captain. I know the other players talk among themselves. What's going on there? He's not doing this. He's not doing that. Yeah, yeah. So the manager has to be in charge, doing the right things. Now, you get lads think they should be in the team and they're not in the team. You live with that. That's a professional thing. But doing what, what's good for the team, especially discipline. I mean, some of the things that Xhaka was doing, he was like the, the, the home crowd were, were booing him off. Do you remember? That, that, you never wouldn't do it with anything, anybody like that. Similar thing going back to just the Manchester United lad. You know, Ronaldo's gone. Yeah. Never going to do Up anything. Your dressing room, yeah. Never going to do anything. With, 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 with. One bad apple spoils it all. You have to have everybody pulling together. The manager has respect. And, and he keeps them under control and what he's doing. One thing before we finish up, uh, Chelsea. 
which just feels like a complete mess. There's no doubt if it was still the Roman Abramovich era, Graham Potter wouldn't be manager. Can't buy a goal, never mind a win, uh, with this ridiculously expensively assembled squad. Have you sympathy for Potter? Like, could he? Yeah. Should he be doing better with the quality of players he has available no. to him? No. Actually, the quality of players he has and the amount of players he has is a minus, not a plus. Too big a squad. It's bigger than a minus, right? He's got about 28 players there, Nathan, mm. that could all play in the first team, right? How do you look after them? How do you do the training? What training can you do with them? What about the dressing rooms? You need two dressing rooms for them, right? So when, you, when you're training, normally, say it's 16 players, 17 players, as a, as a unit for what you want to do, yeah. right? Now, he's, say that's 17. There's another 10 that they paid fortunes for. What do you do with them? So it breeds a situation that's a nightmare. You've got 10 players, 10 individuals who are not happy, right? And then he drops four and puts them for, then you've got another four who are not happy. When you talk about morale and team spirit, what's morale and team spirit? It's everybody pulling together. Mm. There, there must also be a bit that because he has so many talented players of, of similar ability mm. that he's second guessing himself constantly that you know you often totally. talk about settling on an 11 you know yeah. 10 games in you sort of know what everyone's about you, say, well, you, say, you have so many good guys on the bench you're probably constantly going yeah but he's got to say well I've got to give them a chance because yeah. they'd be in to see him what's going on and he'd say well yeah that's his problem and he, he hasn't created a problem he's been given the problem right that's, that's my opinion so uh, and a, a bigger thing than that which is bad for him I don't think he's picked the players now if you don't pick the players right and the, then the, the owner does mm. you, you now are ultimately responsible for results but you haven't had the thing so to should do he, should he hang on till the summer and uh, not that it's his choice but be allowed to pick the 10 players they sell and sort of mould that squad the way he wants it? I don't think they'll give him that. I don't think they'll give him that, uh, Nathan. I think what happens with these guys, they buy the players, you get the results, and not mm. results, you're responsible for it. These guys are never responsible for it. You never get the owner saying, oh, hang on a minute. Or, Graham, it's not Graham's fault. This one's on me. That's why, that's why if you look at his, his situation, we might have mentioned it before, Nathan. He's head scout or head coach. You're not manager. Yeah. Now that's huge. You know what I mean? What, the, what he's saying in effect in that is we'll buy all the players. You coach them. And you coach them. Right? That's what's happening. Right? They spent millions, as we know, on 29 players. You can't work with 29 players. Like the most I think you can work with in the training and that is about 16 or 17. How can you work with, with 27? What do you do with them? What training session can you have? Right, you have to you have to have two different squads, and the two different squads are not going to be the first team players and the second team players. It's a nightmare for him, and he hasn't he hasn't been in charge of it. Mm. So what will happen is he could be he won't resign, Nathan, because he'll have a payout in his contract. He won't resign, but if they sack him, right, he'll he'll be held responsible for players that he didn't buy, right. And I've said I've said on your program that. 90%, 90, well, maybe 99% of the job in management, right, 
is buying the players in that you want because everybody has a vision of what they want on the pitch. Everybody's different visions of what they want on the pitch. And the way you fulfil that vision is to get the players in that can do the job for you. Now, if you're getting players in that can't do the job for you and you're responsible for results... It's only going one way. It only goes one way. Yeah. Right. Now, I think in his case, I think he's been well paid, Nathan, and I'd say he'd have a, a release clause of, of 10 million. So you'd have to say, I can't blame him. For taking it in the first place, yeah. Yeah. You know, or they're going to get rid of me now. But at the moment, you see, the, the, the way it happens this way, the crowd go against him. The crowd will get him sacked because they won't stick with it. But he can't, he can't help that. But at least he'll get paid off. And, and they'll get somebody else in as a head coach. These guys don't give in. No. On it. They think football... Anyone can do this. I'm an expert in football. And most people that go to matches have that. You know, they have their own opinions about football, right? But very seldom, when, when you get an expert like Alex Ferguson and, and all these, Mourinho and all these great managers, they're few and far between. But they have to be given the... the, the buy players, buy the players you want, get rid of the players you want. That's not happening. We can see that it's not happening at Chelsea. The owners aren't going to sleep in the afternoon thinking about the mistakes they made. Well, they will. <laughs> they will when they look at their bank balance. <laughs> but they blame somebody else yeah, for it. Yeah. That's the, the, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll know what they did, Nathan, but publicly, these guys are, see, these guys are really wealthy, wealthy guys. They're used to having their own way. Yeah. And as far as they're saying, football, football's no big deal, you know? Uh, anybody can do football. That's that's not the way. Why do we have why did we have the great managers that we had, Nathan? You know what I mean? Because they knew the game. They knew to be a manager, had a good knowledge of it, good way with people. That's why they they, they do. You can't just say, "Well, I'm a, I'm a multi-millionaire. This is the way I've done it in business." Business is, is no relation to football at all. But the main thing about football is getting in the players that are really good and getting rid of the players that are no good. Now, you have to judge that, right? Businessmen in their business can judge their situations. Doesn't make them experts in football. Got to leave it there, John. It's been great okay, having Nathan. you in the studio. Thank you. We might uh, we might try and find one of those videos someday and sit down and watch one of these games with you. <laughs> yeah, well, ratings yeah, out of 10. We'll, we'll do that, we'll yeah. We'll do that someday. Yeah, 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 it'll be, yeah, good. Okay. Be, be well worth doing and we'll uh, put it up online then and we'll get all the listeners to sit down and watch it as well. So yeah, we'll pick not? one of the good games, one of the 6-0s or one of them. Oh, it has to be a good one. No, yeah. Obviously, they're all good. They're all good. John John's great. We'll do that. Us. Thanks, Nathan. Football on Off The Ball With Sky All the football you love in one place Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports